Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. My name is Spencer Powell, the president here at Builder Funnel. And each episode, we bring you marketing and sales strategies to fuel growth for your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. Thanks for joining me today. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 19 of Builder Funnel Radio. Today, I sit down with Laura Summerlin of Guild Quality, and we talk about customer feedback. How do you get good customer feedback? Why should you get it? And then once you get it, how do you actually implement that to improve your business? It's a really interesting conversation, and I think you'll really enjoy it. So sit back and relax. Again, this is episode 19 with Laura Summerlin. Hey, Laura, glad to have you here on the show today. Thank you for having me, Spencer. Wonderful to be here. Well, yeah, I'm really excited to, to dive into our conversation today, and we're going to talk a lot about customer feedback and how you can leverage that in your business. But um, just to kick us off, you know, maybe you can just tell us a little bit about how you got into the industry and kind of give us a little bit of your story. Sure, sure. I'm afraid it's not too terribly interesting, but about a million years ago, uh, because I'm very, very old, um, I accepted my first professional job with Caldwell Banker Success Realty in Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, I was hired at the time as a concierge representative, which means that I was helping the director of concierge services to vet contractors that we would then recommend to our buyers and our sellers when they needed work done on their homes. Uh, Over time, that team grew, and I was eventually promoted to a managerial position, my first ever, and I was overseeing a team of four individuals. And throughout that process, I discovered that I just really enjoyed working with both our employees and, of course, the home buyers and sellers who were looking for reliable, quality-driven contractors really quickly. But in particular, what kind of surprised me was that I truly enjoyed working with the contractors themselves. They had such a passion and still have such a passion for the build industry and the changes that they were helping and were instrumental in making in the lives of the people that they serve. So that definitely shaped the steps that I would take professionally later in my life. And that's actually kept me glued to this industry for almost 20 years now. That's super cool. That's awesome. And, and now <laughs> you're, at, you're at Guild Quality and what is it that you do there? Sure. So I oversee three teams at Guild Quality. Uh, The first is customer support. And to sort of frame that up, if you think reactive help for our customers, whom we call members when they reach out to us, that's customer support. I oversee customer success. And for that function, you would think proactive outreach for our members when we recognize that our service can provide additional value that they're not using or taking advantage of. And then I oversee our survey team, and that's the team that drives our engine. Uh, Those are the folks that conduct the customer satisfaction surveys by phone that allow our members to better understand and better listen to the voice of their consumer. Awesome. Yeah, and that's really the area that we kind of wanted to to dive into today, which is talking about customer feedback, you know, how you get it and and how you use it. So I guess let's talk about how contractors can start to be you know, more customer focused. What are the, the steps they take? Where does that all start, you know? Sure, sure. Well, I think there are lots of components there, but the simplest answer is being open to better understanding the needs of your customers. That's where it all starts and better understanding what might be causing uh, friction for your customers during their interaction with your team members, that's definitely the key. Uh, It's often difficult to be really frank to open yourself up to constructive criticism, and that's for anyone, myself certainly included. And using a third party like Guild Quality, just as as an example, uh, means that you're receiving authentic feedback that can prove painful. But the benefits are 
really immeasurable. Um, an example, studies have shown that stronger customer relationships equal a stronger business. So statistically speaking, a recommendation rate from your customers of 95% or better equals a 1 in 50 chance of your company going out of business versus a recommendation rate below 80%. That actually equals a 1 in 5 chance or a 20% chance of your company going out of business. So basically, the longevity and health of any company is dependent on believing in customer satisfaction and supporting all endeavors that create raving fans of your clients, whatever they may be. Wow. I mean, that's a huge drop off just for, I mean, most of us equate percentages. I always think of like grades, you know, so wow, 80%, oh, we're getting <laughs> a B minus, you know, and you're saying, gosh, that's 20% chance of, of the business not surviving if we're you know, doing B, B minus work. So um, that's, yeah. that's pretty shocking. And I want to go back to something you said earlier, which was uh, basically around the concept of receiving feedback. And that can be super challenging and painful, I think is the word you use. So do you have yeah. some strategies or tips on getting comfortable with that? Or is it purely just, you've just got to take it and kind of get used to, to taking that feedback and knowing that it's for the betterment of your business? I, I think that's the answer. Um, it, it's definitely like ripping off a Band-Aid, unfortunately, <laughs> which we all know is very painful. But the truth of the matter is you need to be able to discern where your customers are experiencing pain points, where there's friction. That's the only way to truly prevent that from happening again. And obviously, you know, you're, you're running a marketing engine with every customer that you interact with. That individual has the potential to tell 5, 10, 15, 20 other people about either the incredible experience that they had working with your business or the not incredible experience, unfortunately, that they had working with your business. So even when painful, it's extremely necessary. And over time, the benefit is that, of course, when you're getting authentic, real, true feedback from your consumers, you're improving. You're putting process changes in places. You're listening. You're making a difference in the lives of those customers by serving them better. Yeah, I love that. And really, if you're not improving as a business in today's environment, I feel like you're going to get left in the dust super quickly, you know, with technology changing, changing as fast as it is and um, customers being um, more demanding, so to speak. I think a lot of times we think about the past and kind of the salesperson was in more control and maybe the business was in more control. But today, I mean, the customer has all the power. So um, I, I'm curious, let's dive into some of the ways that you can get customer feedback. I'm sure there's a lot of different methods. I know you guys subscribe to a, a certain method, but you know, what are some different <laughs> ways that somebody can, you know, can actually start to just get real feedback? Sure, absolutely. So obviously Guild Quality believes in utilizing an independent, unbiased customer satisfaction information gathering tool such as surveying. But as I, sh I shared earlier, the key is that you do something to listen to your customers and really ensure that they feel heard. And then most importantly, take action on the feedback that you're receiving. For some businesses, that means hiring an internal customer satisfaction team to gather feedback and then analyze it, make them responsible for also deploying the cultural and the process change within their organization. Organization. Uh, for some businesses, that looks like relying on routine site visits with the customer on site with them. Whatever it is that you choose to do, uh, you know, again, being receptive to the feedback that your customers provide is vital. Share it with your team. Discuss it. Feedback is always a gift. So as you start to, you know, get feedback from customers, whether that's surveys or boots on the ground, talking to people, you know, how do you actually take that feedback and start to apply it in your business? 
Sure. So, you know, lots of great ways in which you can use feedback to literally change the landscape of your company. In our business, um, we do actually eat our own dog food, which is a horrible analogy. (laughs) But what I mean is that we survey our members just as we survey our members' clients. We analyze the feedback that we receive on a monthly basis, and we review any areas of concern by team member and function. We also respond to any member, any customer who voices a concern immediately. We might not always be able to rectify the situation, but we always make the effort and dig deeper to ensure that we understand the motivation behind the concern and how we could do a better job serving that particular client, pardon me, or our client base in general in the future. And I think that applies to to all businesses. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and I'm kind of curious too, as you start to receive some of this feedback and maybe you're um, you're getting it via, you know, audio, you know, maybe you're talking to somebody in person and so it's audible feedback or maybe you're doing surveys and you're getting written feedback. I mean, do you have to read between the lines with feedback or do you typically, you know, take the customer's word at face value, that sort of thing? <laughs> well, that's a great, that's a great question. Um, and it, it can be tough again, it's painful sometimes. So by default, at Guild Quality at least, we take the feedback at face value. And that would certainly be my recommendation for anyone new um, to any type of feedback collection program. Um, do we sometimes work with unreasonable clients? Yeah, of course we do. But the high majority of our clients are honest, they're trustworthy, they're hardworking people. And if they're voicing a concern, then we, we take it seriously. We give it the weight that it deserves. Um, there's always something to be learned from the information sharing process, whether the takeaway is that we didn't set the proper expectations on the front end during the sales process or during the onboarding process. Maybe we just outright drop the ball or or have partnered with a company that isn't a great fit for our business. There is always value. Uh, But again, recognizing the value isn't enough. You have to become results-oriented and strive towards doing it better the next time. Uh, But yes, to answer your question, as painful as it is sometimes, and I think just uniquely as human beings, um, our automatic reaction to criticism is to think of, you know, well, we, we couldn't have done any better. We did everything we could have done. But if you take it at face value there are always nuggets there's always truth and always something to learn yeah I, I think that's a fair point and you know probably if you don't take it at face value then it's really just kind of skirting the feedback a little bit and saying oh well yeah they're saying this but we probably did pretty well or we you know we did a little better than they're really saying and and yeah i think well, that's a point well taken exactly and we, we can always make excuses and sometimes they're very legitimate. Um, you know, as I said, we, we sometimes at Guild Quality, we, we work with customers that are very difficult. It's, it's the rarity for us. Thankfully, we're very blessed, but it does happen sometimes. But even in those, even when you're dealing with a customer who's very, very difficult to please, there's, there's something there. There's something that you can learn. And, and most likely it has to do with setting the appropriate expectations from the very beginning. Or maybe you needed to better navigate um, not bringing on a particular customer who wasn't a good fit for your company. It just, your values don't align. You can always learn something from the end result. Yeah, and actually that was the, the first thing that was starting to pop into my head is, okay, not every customer is a good fit for us. And so maybe sometimes what you learn is that this is the type of customer we don't want any more of. And exactly. And, okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, but hey, the... <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, but the beauty there, you're exactly right, is that you can start to build that profile. And then again, share it with your team, talk through it, learn to recognize the signs. Totally. Yeah, I agree. Well, well, let's dive into contractors a little more specifically. And, 
you know, okay. are there some common pieces of feedback that you consistently see contractors getting when they're doing surveys and getting feedback from their customers? Yeah, definitely. Um, the most commonly identified stressors for the consumers in the construction industry are definitely communication, scheduling, cleanliness and safety on the job site, professionalism, and construction quality in, in no particular order. Uh, businesses that are struggling in any way um, in all or um, just one or maybe more of those categories are unfortunately not creating clients for life. And of those five that I mentioned, three are particularly difficult for consumers to discuss with a contractor face-to-face -face because generally speaking, people don't enjoy conflict. So because these three are often difficult to identify when people aren't sharing them with you openly, being doggedly watchful of the signs is important. Um, and those three in particular, professionalism, the character of your company matters to your customers. Professionalism transcends your interaction with the client. It needs to be a quality present throughout your company. And aside from looking polished, true professionalism will always stem from how well you and your team deliver customer service at the end of the day. Job site cleanliness, um, avoiding uh, unspoken tension with a customer can be as simple as picking up after yourself. It's a small thing, um, but if you try to think about it, you know, if you were to arrive in your home after a long work day and there are, um, you know, workers leaving the job site, do you want to be picking up soft drink bottles or nails that maybe got into your tire? Um, you don't want those things to overshadow your company's craftsmanship. So training your staff to treat each project as if it's their own home is critical. And then lastly, communication. This is always the most difficult for any business, but when a customer contacts your office and doesn't receive a response in a timely manner, it can literally tarnish their feelings about your business. Additionally, if your customer doesn't have a solid point of contact, it can affect their overall perspective of how your of your company in general and cause confusion. So the best builders, remodelers, contractors understand that the key to keeping clients happy depends on cultivating a trusting relationship. Yeah, and I think that communication one is is one that I hear a lot too. And it's amazing you kind of alluded to an example, but I mean somebody can reach out to your business and they're not even a customer yet. And if they don't hear back, they might leave a negative review or um, tell people, oh, this company's terrible, don't work with them. And they've never even worked with them, you know. And so um, I, I <laughs> absolutely kind of transcends from even prior to you know, when they become a customer, which is, is pretty interesting and, and a little bit scary. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And no one's perfect. Certainly I'm not perfect. There's no business that's perfect and we're all going to make mistakes. And when you don't communicate readily or in as timely of a manner as you should, you need to own that. Uh, whether it's a prospect who has left a difficult review for you online, you need to respond to that review, share a balanced and kind um, representation of what happened in the situation. You don't want to lambast anybody or or go all crazy online, it, it will serve you no good. It will actually be very detrimental, um, unfortunately, but definitely still respond and still respond to that individual who went online and was unhappy. Try to turn, you know, it's, it's silly, but try to turn lemons into lemonade. Yeah. Oh, I think it's good advice. I mean, we're living in a very open environment today where everything's out on the table. It's in a Google review. It's on Yelp. It's, you know, it's on social media. And so, uh, if somebody leaves a public comment, you don't want to leave it hanging, I guess, so to speak. Um, so no, definitely not. I'm, I'm kind of curious. So we've been talking about getting feedback and, and how it can be valuable to improve your, your business, but does it actually end up leading to 
business growth? Is that something that you guys are seeing with contractors? Yeah, most definitely. Um, the stats I shared before are relevant to keeping your business healthy, um, but growth can only happen if you're focused on creating raving fans who will tell others about your business. Uh, whether they choose to share their options um, through a format like ours, uh, or pardon me, whether they choose to share their opinions through a format like ours that collects reviews and publishes them online in a variety of ways, or they organically visit review sites such as Google, Yelp that you mentioned earlier, um, many people are going to share their experience working with their contractor. The most dangerous sharing comes when a consumer is dissatisfied and they take their frustrations online, like we talked about, or tell their friends, community members, family not to work with your company. So yes, absolutely. Getting feedback will help your business grow. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and I think, you know, the biggest way that we see that is, yeah, just in, in those reviews that we've been talking about, I mean, somebody leaves a positive review and then that hits that social network or it hits that platform and other people can see it and it can help attract more customers. And I think that's, that's something we often forget in marketing is that the customer experience that you deliver. So just the delivery of your service or your product or whatever it is, is actually a huge marketing tool. Absolutely. And, and definitely, we live in a reputation management society. Reviews are absolutely important. But don't ever forget word of mouth. This is a marketing engine that is going to run all by itself. And you're not going to spend any money on it other than ensuring that you did right by your customer and took great care of them. And then they're going to go out and they're going to tell the next person looking for siding, someone who needs a custom home built, whatever the case may be. And how much more likely are we to take a referral from a friend, a family member that we trust, a community member who's, I can see right down the street from my own home, that roofing job was incredible. And I know that the disturbance to my, my living space was minimal and they were respectful of my neighbor's home. Those things speak volumes. And again, with regard to marketing, we pay nothing for it except to do a good job and take care of our clients. Totally. Yeah, I completely agree. Now I'm curious, what what are some mistakes that you see contractors making when they start trying to gather feedback? Sure. And this may sound a little self-serving, um, but I do mean it sincerely. Um, don't collect customer feedback yourself. Meaning, you know, asking your client to fill out a survey while you hover over them, it's just really awkward and almost <laughs> always ensures <laughs> that they will not be as honest as you need them to be. And you do critically need them to be honest. Also, not exactly what you're asking, but I can't stress it enough. However, you do collect feedback, act upon it. Share it with your team members. Discuss what happened. Where could you do better next time? And if possible, how can you fix this situation for that particular customer? Turn them into a raving fan. Yeah, I like that. And yeah, I feel like um, the comment, yeah, although you, you mentioned, hey, you're not trying to be self-serving. I, I totally agree. I mean, if you've got somebody, you know, hey, can I get this feedback? And then you're just sitting there and they're kind of feeling the pressure. <laughs> of, oh, I should write something pretty positive. And so... Um, right. Whatever right. you decide, you know, make sure that 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 person feels totally comfortable to to answer freely because it's not really going to help you if you don't get the the honest feedback that uh, that they really have. That's exactly right. You, you're cutting off your nose to spite your face. You don't mean to. <laughs> you're you're coming from a place of honesty. You just you want to collect the feedback, and it seems really simple. Um, just to do it right then and there. You have the customer's attention. You're saying goodbye. Um, but again, you know, if you put yourself in their shoes, um, they're far less likely to be honest and authentic. It's just, it's awkward and it's just, it, it, it doesn't, it serves you no purpose. You might as well not do it. 
<laughs> yeah, save your time and energy for someone else. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, if, you know, if somebody's listening to this show today and they're thinking, okay, there's a few different ways that I can get started. I, I, I see the value in gathering customer feedback. You know, what do you think is the easiest way to, to get started gathering this feedback and, and then actually implementing that in the business? Sure. Well, hire us at Guild Quality. We'll do it for you. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, talk about why customer satisfaction is vital for your business. Culturally, to a man, your, your team members have to embrace its importance and treat your customers the way you would treat them yourself. Um, then find a way to track each employee's performance and share that feedback with them. Uh, there are services like SurveyMonkey, for example, that provide email-only surveying at no cost. The response rate will be lower, but it's definitely somewhere to start. Uh, next, become results-oriented, requiring that your standards are met and that when they're not, your team members understand what happened and how they can do better with the next customer. Yeah, that, that's great feedback. And yeah, there, like you said, there's some tools out there where you can create some surveys um, and maybe you won't get as high of a response rate, but you're going to get something. And so that can be a, an easy way to get your foot in the door and start receiving some feedback. Definitely. I bet it, try it out. See if it works for you. Um, I, I promise the benefits are gold. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, <laughs> and I'm curious too, for maybe companies that are um, either a lot smaller or maybe a lot larger, they may be thinking, gosh, maybe I don't have enough customers to get legitimate feedback, or maybe I have mm-hmm. too many customers. How am I going to comb through all this? You know, I guess, mm-hmm. what would you say to those companies? Sure. Well, for the customers that feel like there are, pardon me, the the contractors that feel like they're too small. Um, you know, there's running a contracting business, whether you're building custom homes or you're providing invaluable home services like window replacement, roof replacements. It's a hard job. It's, it's a labor-driven job. It requires a lot of people involved, and there are always a lot of moving pieces. So even if you're a small contractor, it's the proof is in the details. And at the end of any project, I would strongly encourage Maybe using a service like SurveyMonkey, certainly at Guild Quality, we'd love to work with you. We work with very small contractors all the way to, you know, very large, you know, million-dollar businesses. Um, but you know, regardless of your size, collecting that authentic and honest feedback from your consumer is vital. Again, because feedback is a gift, there's always something to learn. Even the smallest nuggets of information can transform the next customer's experience to one that is extremely positive. So they become a client for life, and then that translates to more clients at your door, um, more people that they've shared what an excellent experience they had with uh, with working with your business. And then for really large businesses, it, it does become growth is difficult for any company, but as you grow in the construction industry, all of those same little pieces are at play. All of those details remain extremely important because you are working inside or with the most important possession of any any human, their home. It's the most valuable valuable, pardon me, material possession that they own. Um, so it's it's tough. And especially as you grow and you can't have eyes on every job site, that's when a product like ours, in my opinion, becomes extremely vital. Um, this is a way to have eyes on every site. Ensure that, again, your team members are treating your customers to your standard of excellence, the way that you would treat them yourself. You, you simply can't be on every job site. You can't have enough management in place to be on every job site. And every customer really is important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and just jumping back to what you're saying about some of the smaller companies, I mean, 
I think you, you make some really good points in that even if you get feedback from one or two customers and it's something that improves you know, the onboarding process, I mean, it's just going to make what you do for future customers even better. I mean, we've, we've seen that in our business, just getting one piece of feedback, even if it's small, it, it just saves a lot of time and headache and energy, or maybe it's just questions that don't come up in the future from your customers because you know to pre-answer those questions. And so um, to your point, I think even just getting a little bit of feedback and putting that to good use can, can change your business in a big way. Most definitely. Most definitely. Again, listening to the voice of your customer, it is one of the biggest steps you can you can take towards having a successful, healthy, growth-driven business, for sure. That's awesome. And Laura, I have one last question for you today as we kind of wrap okay. up our conversation. <laughs> but, but before I get to that, you know, where can our audience connect with you? How can they learn more about Guild Quality and, and what you guys are doing and how you can help? Yeah, absolutely. If anyone's interested, we'd love to talk to you. Um, We do have a toll-free number if you prefer a telephone conversation, and that's 888-355-9223. If you're more of an online person, um, you can visit us online, guildquality.com, and I'll spell that because our name's really unique. It's guild like build, but with a G, G G-U-I-L-D quality.com and online you can request to speak with a salesperson or you can even fill out a really brief form and start a free trial we'll survey up to 20 of your customers at no cost to you we believe again that the proof is in the pudding and we want to prove that we can be beneficial to your business so free trial come visit us online or give us a call super cool yeah thanks laura and we'll make sure to to link up that information in the show notes as well so it's easy for people to find and I guess as we wrap for today, if you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice, what would that be? Sure. Well, thank you for linking our information for sure. And I guess the one piece of advice sort of the vein through our whole conversation is being open to listening to your customers, not being afraid of it, as scary as it may seem at times and as painful as it may seem at times the benefits will far outweigh the pain. I promise at the end of the day, (laughs) the key being open to listening to your customers, sharing the feedback with your team, invaluable, and then acting on the feedback, make changes, make process improvements, try different things. It'll, it'll change your business. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I I couldn't agree more. And um, we talk about business growth here a lot at, at our company and what we're trying to do for ourselves and also our customers. And, Um, what comes along with that is growth is uncomfortable by definition. You know, you're doing something that's Mm -hmm. uncomfortable and it it sounds like that's what you're saying too, which is, Hey, this feedback is going to be uncomfortable, but it's going to lead to that growth. And so, um, yeah, I really like that. Absolutely. And over time, the feedback will get better (laughs) because you'll be (laughs) making changes (laughs) and then you get to celebrate the wins. And you get to celebrate with those team members that maybe struggled when you initially implemented a customer satisfaction feedback program and they were they were struggling. They needed additional training. They needed more resources. You were able to actually execute upon that need, improve the service they were providing. And now they're making more money. They're working harder for you. They're happier in their job because their customers are happier. Uh, so it's just a win-win all around. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Laura, thanks so much for for joining me today. I hope everyone's kind of fired up to go get some feedback from their customers. And yeah, really appreciate you joining me on the show today. Oh, thank you for having me. I'd love to come back anytime. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks so much, Laura. (laughs) Thanks, Spencer. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today on Builder Funnel Radio. 
Don't forget to visit www.builderfunnel.com for tons of free marketing and sales resources. And if you ever need hands-on help implementing your marketing and sales system, just send a quick note to radio at builderfunnel.com. And as we close for today, remember, never stop learning. See you next time.